one. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. Tonight, I have a very special guest. Mr. Sean Tatanis is in the building. How you doing, Sean? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you having me. For sure, man. Thank you for uh, coming on. Um, definitely appreciate your time and uh, your interest in sharing your story. I think it's super valuable and I definitely appreciate it. Uh, all right. For the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, uh, we do some intro questions, some warm-up questions just to set the tone. And then after that, we jump into the main portion where uh, you choose a number between 1 and 34 and we get the conversation rolling that way. Sound good to you, Sean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm down for it. <laughs> the Asian student to me wants like, the aces thing, so. <laughs> there's, well, um, I'm going to go with the there's no right or wrong answer, so no pressure, man. Right, it's, cool. it's all right, good. Cool. It's all <laughs> good. <laughs> right, uh, except for the icebreakers. Except for the icebreakers. Icebreakers are our correct answers, but um, okay, right, we'll get there. My, my first question for you, man, is uh, how have you been? It's been a crazy year. You've been doing well. You've been going through it. How you been, man? Oh, tired. Um, I hate using this word, but busy. Um, like we have to be, right? Well, crazy pandemic, right? So, I, I, luckily got a job, and so that job is allowing me to be creative, and and to help students be creative, and so it's been a blessing to be able to do it. Um, it's just you know now I'm. Now we're getting back into like going back in person, and so it, that that whole thing is starting to like starting to unfold, and I'm I'm super like excited and, and tired <laughs> at the same time. I got you. Are you uh, are you ready for things to go back to back to normal? Or? Uh, you know, I for I'm I'm vaccinated, right? So I felt like it's it's been normal for me. You know, count, I'm counting my blessings right now. That I'm able to go out and I'm not too scared of it now because of this vaccine. So I'm kind of going out, like not really concerned as long as I'm doing my due diligence, right? Um, but at the same time, I kind of liked that there wasn't traffic. <laughs> you know what I mean? I miss like that, it was yeah. So yeah, yeah. Like going from here to, to San Francisco in less than an hour was fantastic. And I, <laughs> I'm gonna miss that, like for sure. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. I mean, I I started working to probably uh, last November, and so I don't know. I, I'm not like I was an essential worker where you know I was on the front lines and working th throughout the whole pandemic. But as soon as I started working, it felt like man, I wonder. I, I, I was like missing the other side of it, but um, but yeah. Now now it's going back to normal. Everybody's. I think. It feels that way, at least. At least in yeah, like it's it's starting to congest again. And I'm like, oh, okay. I guess people are starting to get used to the whole thing. Yeah, well, we'll see, man. We'll see. I I too am vaccinated, uh, just recently. Um, so Congrats, man. I don't want to, I don't want to be acting reckless. I'm I'm not sure. Like, um, either I, I think it's the right thing to do. Honestly, like if you got family that's super sick, you know, like that's you know. You're you're being proactive and you're protecting your family. So, um, I feel you, I, man. I, that's that's the just what reason why I did it, right? To protect myself, obviously, and and, my, and protect my family. For sure, for sure. And yeah, I mean, you know, everybody's uh, case is different, um, but you know, for sure, if you if you are around folks that may be more at risk, 
you gotta take care of yourself and them so yeah, yeah. for sure uh let's jump into some icebreakers which uh maybe you are familiar maybe you're not but the first one is a one word spelling bee so uh feel free to pass if you're not comfortable with your your spelling uh skills but if you're down no, i'm down <laughs> let's, let's go for it all right man for sure uh your word is going to be daiquiri <laughs> okay d-a-i-q-u-i-r-i dude you <laughs> too easy too easy uh no, i got a story to tell about that but um I, you gotta know me a little bit more because like my friend that's involved with it um she doesn't like it being told like through other people no, no worries yeah yeah don't it's all good it's all good it's an inside joke it had to be something special because daiquiri is not I, th- I, th- I thought it was a hard word you know for most people out there <laughs> it always gets me so um yeah it, it was like slumdog millionaire right there he just like <laughs> thought of a time <laughs> that, that's exactly what it was like i had the flashback and everything yeah that's hilarious that's hilarious all right well maybe this one will be a little more challenging for you it's a riddle challenge um you like riddles uh- I suck at riddles. <laughs> I'm terrible at riddles. Okay. All right. So um, you'll have about a minute. I don't don't worry about the clock. I'll let you know. But uh, your riddle is: Can you name three consecutive days without using the words Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? So you can't use the days of the week, but you have to name three consecutive days. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Yep, you got it, man. Let's go. Let's go. Was that another memory that or a story that you had? I had a thing about that for a second. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure, man. Well, you got both of them. Uh, I hope you had fun. That's just a, a little way to ease into the conversation. But. I got lucky, y'all. I really did. I got lucky with those two questions. Being modest, man. Being modest. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Well, I got a few more warm-up questions for you. This next one is, what would you like the audience to know about you? Um, that despite my soft-spoken voice, I love to hear about yourself and I love hearing conversations. I like talking to people, whether you see me not talking to people. If you come up to me and you start the conversation, I would love to help continue that conversation. For sure, for sure. Uh, the second question is, if someone were to pay you a tribute, how would you like to be honored? So what what act could I do to, to in honor of you? Stay at home, watch your favorite movie, and just hang out for a night. Dope, man, because I'll definitely honor you in that way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's uh, What's been your the latest uh, film that, that you, you enjoyed? Oh, um, so my job has me teaching students with um, developmental disabilities the fundamentals of filmmaking. So I've been um, showing films that I've um, was taught with 
So the last movie I saw was actually uh, Knives Out. It was like a, a movie a couple years ago, and we were, I was teaching them like how writing works and how mystery writing works. Yeah, and that was a, and that was a fantastic movie. I, I finally rewatched that this second time just like uh, last week. It was, it was really good. I actually just seen it for the very first time about three weeks ago. Uh, it's good. Yeah, man, what a ride! What a ride! Yeah, uh, and all of a sudden like after i seen it three weeks ago i see all the hype of the second one coming out and then like all the announcements of the actors i'm like oh wow but yeah i'm hoping it's a different franchise what was that again i hope it's like a like a franchise so like that i forgot the actor's name but i hope he stays that character for multiple versions of knives out yeah, yeah, that's what I've I've heard that he's gonna he signed up for a multi a multi year uh, movie deal, um, but yeah, the the whole det- detective kind of who done it uh, feel. I don't know uh, too many too many uh, other movies like that. You have any recommendations? If uh, that's one of them. Um, this is a bit of um, a a deep um, cut. Well, it's the same director, Ryan Johnson, and he made another uh, mystery movie called Brick. Um, it stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt, like way long ago, like 2008, I think. I might Whoa. be wrong, but um, and it's pretty much a mystery movie with like the noir stuff. You know, when they talk like uh, transatlantic accents, yeah, see, see, right, that, that kind of thing. Okay, but it's. I said in modern day high school. Whoa! All it's right. really cool. I, I might be misremembering how they speak. I think they're more poetic, like in their in their speech patterns. But but it's still said in high school, and it's a really cool, thrilling mystery. Um, that's what where Ryan Johnson got his start. So it's, it's Brick. a really good movie. Brick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, on man. the list. It's on the list. Uh, <laughs> and this uh, last question in the warm up is. On a scale from one to ten, how well do you know yourself? I like to think I'm very self-deducting, so like eight. Okay, for sure. Uh, you mind sh- sharing why you're eight? I'm very analytical about myself. Um, I'm in my head a lot when it's quiet moments, and so like I tend to like overthink things and like think about how I do things how I treated someone or um like think back at how I treated other people back in the day and you know and and I realized what kind of personality I am from those interactions I gotcha yeah for sure for sure um do you think that's like I don't know about you, I'm I'm the same way. I'm very in in my head as well. And do you, do you feel like that's more of a gift or a curse? Curse. Yeah. I'd rather not be in my head, man. Yeah, if I could just not hear anything in my head for at least <laughs> hours, I would be at peace. You know what I mean? Is there is there anything that like any kind of hobby, maybe med- meditation that helps you kind of, you know, work through it? Because I know I know for me it's it's really just being active and you know, not sitting around. Because if I'm sitting around, oh, oh yeah, my mind's running 100 miles per hour. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you. I'm with you, Jen. It's it's me being active and and staying creative, or either staying creative or staying physically active. 
I'm, I've I've learned that when I'm actually pushing something or like being in motion, I, I feel better afterwards. And, that's, and it's not necessarily working out because I hate working out. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but today it felt really good that I was able to. I was building uh, stage flats for our students. Oh, sick. And, and and it got accomplished today and it was, it was a really good time because i was sweating and i was like pushing myself i felt sore afterwards and it was a really good it felt it was a good feeling yeah yeah i mean just uh just taking a break from having that voice in our head is is a great feeling you know <laughs> yeah i i absolutely agree yeah uh what would you say is your favorite thing about your personality i think i'm very personable i i've had people tell me that i'm easy to to talk to and i i really like that feeling of just have, having someone trust themselves into me um i mean like i i yeah i think that's it i think that's it um i got you i'm not sure how to articulate it better but i like it when people just come up to me and like you know be friendly with me and then just we all just be able to connect i got you well this this is d deep and a little bit deeper into that but what, what make what, what do you think makes you so personable or you know easy to talk to i like to think of myself as to someone that always just looks at the other side um when i hear an art when i hear someone complaining about something first of all i'm i won't say it but then I think about what does the other person think about that situation, and I'm, I, I've always been that way. Um, I, I I don't like conflict, um, and I just like everyone to just get along. Right? Simple as that. I, I'm not like a pacifist or anything like that, but I I do like it when a room is all unified. It's in in this vibe. You know what I mean yeah like working towards a common thing for sure yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah harmony harmony we all looking for harmony uh yeah, that's a good word i don't use that word often <laughs> it's a, it's underrated it's gonna it's gonna well I, yeah. never mind i was gonna say e-harmony took it but whatever <laughs> uh, i gotta put in my my repertoire of words in my, in my brain harmony like for sure especially when like you got that big group of people that you kind of need to get on the same page. I think it's a uh -huh. perfect term to use. Uh, would you say that you've always been looking, Would you? were you born with that mindset of looking at the other view or was that something that developed or like a, maybe a revelation you had as, as a kid or even older? You know, I never really had an aha moment. Um, I think it just kind of, it just kind of grew on me. I, I don't know any specific moment where I, when I actively thought to think of the other side, I think I just always have. Um, I grew up in a very diverse neighborhood. Um, when I was a kid in San Jose, um, my neighbors were my friends and, and they were all sorts of people. Um, there was a Mexican person next to me. Um, I was friends with a white person, a Vietnamese person, and then two Vietnamese, Vietnamese people who are poor black. So I had like a, such a diverse array of people that I didn't, I just saw all sorts of th different things. And, and 
But then we all had like the one thing in common is we all better get home or else I get our ass beat. You know? <laughs> I, I'm I'm kidding. I don't. I don't I didn't. <laughs> no, I got um, you. I got you. Figure, um, figure, figuratively speaking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I gotta say, man, I'm kind of jelly uh, that you you were able to have like that neighborhood gang type of type of feel of a uh, of friends. I mean, we, we all the same, we all have the same common goal is just to have fun, you know watch anime watch movies cartoons and have a good time um and yeah no yeah that's dope I, i feel like um i lived i lived in the east bay went but went to school in san francisco so my friend group was always at school and really hardly in my neighborhood at the time uh, but yeah I remember one summer where I did get to make friends with the neighborhood kids and uh, unfortunately they all moved away by the end of the summer <laughs> but uh, right. yeah yeah it was it was a cool experience though. like just that sandlot kind of uh, friendship I guess you could call it yeah yeah it, it was it was interesting times yeah man <laughs> uh, alright uh, moving on we've made it to the main portion of the interview where you start to choose a number between 1 and 34 and we roll the conversation three levels easy medium or hard where would you like to start and what is your number i'm gonna leave it up to you man um well i hope that i can roll the punches Um, i i didn't look at any of the questions that you sent me so i I, i'm kind of just wanted to be (laughs) <laughs> I got you. Flow. I can uh, I can choose a level for you, but can, you mind choosing the number just because I feel like that's yeah. that's part of the yeah. universal thing going on that I, I got yeah, with this. <laughs> the number game is fun. I, I like the number game. Right. Um, my favorite number for some reason is number four, so I'll go with four. Number four, and uh, I won't tell you what level this is. I'll just go with the go with the flow of it. But um, okay. number four, if you were to get a phrase or phrase quote or symbol tattooed on your body what would you get okay this one's easy um the greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return uh it was a song nature boy by nat king cole and that phrase kind of just haunted me for a long time um i first learned from them from the movie milan rouge as that was the first thing that they said in the line but it caught my attention because I do love that lesson, you know, just love and and hopefully you'll be loved in return. And I think that's been my motto for years. Um, I learned about that, like that phrase, uh, 2001, so I was 11 years old and it, it just kind of stuck with me. Um, and then that song in, in itself, Nature Boy, is a beautiful song, a real simple melody. Um, it's neck, it's necky Cole and a piano and he's just singing and it's it's gorgeous i'm ashamed to say i'm unfamiliar with the song but i'm definitely going to check it out um i i think it's a another deep cut i I never hear other people know this song so it's it's one of my favorites that's dope man thank you for sharing Uh, would you say uh, with that with that in mind has that kind of held true for you like learn to love and you get loved loved in return so and and i I like to think with that philosophy that was that was the reason why I'm such a person to to be very approachable, you know, because I have that mentality that I'm not gonna try to hurt you. I really I don't want to hurt anyone, and um, 
I just want you to know that with me, you can be at least be comfortable. And I, and I always, always felt like I, I was that kind of person. For sure, man. For sure. Uh, go ahead and throw me another number. So with Cap's number, seven. Seven. I'm gonna go with Fortnite uh, numbers. Oh, okay, this, okay. I think I'm just gonna do that. Like, like, like the four was like my favorite number. Now I'm like scrambling my head what number I want. I'm just gonna go with Fortnite numbers. For go for it. Go for it. That's yeah. cool with me, man. <clears throat> this one is, what change would you like to see in the world? <sighs> okay. I liked, I like for people to accept all sorts of food. I think there's too many picky eaters all over the world. And if everyone would accept all kinds of food from different cultures, I think that will lead into more world peace than anything. Because if you understand culture's food, you're gonna end up learning the preparation of it, and then the history behind it, and then the family connection behind it. Ultimately, then you would be able to connect with the people. So I'm not, I don't believe that we can attain world peace. I, I really don't believe that. But I do believe that if we were to share a meal with someone and to talk over a, a wonderful piece of fish or a piece of chicken and connect that way, that would be another step to to a better world. So for me, if if everyone can just accept all sorts of food, then then I think it would be a better place. I, I know there's people with allergies and stuff, but like um, you know, just in general, that's that's what I, I really believe in that. Yeah, man, that's that's interesting. Like you you brought up world peace and how it's probably super unattainable. I don't think it's attainable either, um, but thinking of it in the sense that we still find common ground or we can find common ground in food right if we were open to to try everybody's meals um it's interesting because also because i think as as a person that's an immigrant into america in my experience and i'm not calling anybody out but that americans are more picky than immigrants are like other yeah. immigrants are like oh yeah let's we, we can eat whatever but then americans are like oh that's from another country i don't want to touch that and i'm like yo yeah. like <laughs> I under, but then like i'm starting to notice too that like today's today's times like americans are now not only are accepting international food but they're gentrifying it mm. so for me in my perspective now it's going the other way around um, and I think that's actually hurting <laughs> my like my my philosophy. Like you're kind of like f forgive my language, but they're kind of whitewashing, like you know, a, a, like a Chinese meal or a Korean meal, right? And I don't want that to happen. I want them to actually eat how it's supposed to be authentically prepared, and then enjoy that first, and then rethink about whether or not you want to gentrify it. Interesting. Um, yeah. 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 I've noticed that. I mean, I, I, I'm looking at like um, uh, Oakland, like New Oakland. They're starting to like 
change up Thai food to, to make it more accessible to to Americanized taste buds, which mm. I don't want to happen. Because I want to, I would want to experience Thai food. I don't want to experience American Thai food. We already got a PF Chang's. We already got. A, <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I want to, because we can't travel right now, you know, I want to be able to to experience it to some degree. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, so I, I thought America was been kind of doing that. That's like kind of our, our MO is to take something and make it an American food like pizza, right? Pizza is one of those foods. I think burritos, if I'm not mistaken, is also an American invention. So yes. yeah, I guess <laughs> like I guess we've yeah. always been do, doing that and now it's just like I think I see it more in fusion foods like, you know, mm-hmm. it's someone American that's just taking two different cultures and being like this is going to taste good, which it does, but it's no, not it, it's, the authentic. Don't get me wrong, the food's bomb, right? Yeah, yeah. But like speaking of burritos, I didn't know Mexican food existed outside of burritos and nachos until I went to Tijuana with my with my best friend and 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 uh, my my um, my, my uh, yeah and my, my two best friends and I didn't realize that there was different kinds of Mexican food and it was so delicious and I can't believe it didn't experience this and it was only like a couple years ago. Yeah, so, yeah, so I'm That's like bananas, man. <laughs> yeah, real stuff, like the real, like authentic stuff. Is is there something that you've been wanting to try that you haven't been able to? Ooh, that's, that's a good question. Um, I did have an answer. I did have an answer to that question until I actually did experience it. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Four gras. Ooh, what, what's that? I have no idea what that is. It's illegal in California. It's illegal? Now I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I want yeah. it even more now. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, where can I find this, man? So, like, I took, we were taking um, our mom for Mother's Day to Lake Tahoe. And, you know, Lake Tahoe is like the borderline to Nevada. Yeah, so we went to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant out in Hell's Kitchen. Right? Um, and they had foie gras there. And... What it is, it, it's it's kind of fucked up. It's um, it's duck liver, right? But the way it's prepared is they they force feed the duck into suffocation. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's fuck. It's bad fucked up. But the but the liver is really good, right? Force feeding. So, wow. Yeah. It's That's it's it's intense. But the but the flavor is pretty spot on. Like if you like that liver flavor, at least. I gotcha. I gotcha. I mean, I'd really have to like, I don't know, ask for forgiveness afterwards, maybe. If yeah, I, 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 I totally. I'm like, oh wow. I know what now. I know why they do this. You know, what I mean, why they did that practice, but yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, you gotta try it at least once. I, I feel um, you. I feel you. No judgments. No judgments. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <I was> gonna, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. No, no. Um, the one thing I do want to try, uh. I don't know how to pronounce this properly. Sakimen? Sakimen? Mm. It's it's ramen, but it's more intense ramen. <laughs> you know what I mean? More, more noodles? More broth? More <laughs> it's kind of like it, it's so think of the soup broth, right? Yeah. But evaporate all the water and now it's kind of like more of like an intense um sauce. Okay. So instead okay. of like eating it as a soup, you get the noodle and you dip it into this sauce. 
and then you eat it. And like, it's su- supposedly the flavor is like tenfold. <laughs> all right, all right. So I'm, I'm really curious about that. Um, I'm gonna have to look that up. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know how to spell that. It's, it sounds. I'm thinking it's gonna be one of those words with a, like a silent letter, like it starts with a T, but it, you pronounce it with an <laughs> S or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll send I'll, I just started looking up I'll send it to you in the uh, chat yeah no worries man I appreciate that I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am looking forward to ramen tenfold like ramen on steroids yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, like, I'm with that, it that flavor is, is, that's, that's something <laughs> uh, alright man I'm about to throw you a curveball right now it's a fill in the blank <laughs> question and for you it is I'm too young to blank I'm too young to be bald. <laughs> <laughs> knock on wood. Uh, knock on wood for you. Man. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like, I've been tripping because, like, uh, I've been thinking I've been going bald for some reason. Okay. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I run my my fingers to my hair. Like, I see like strands of my hair. Right. So yeah. I'm like, am I going bald? Am I going bald? And just recently, um, I, I have um, this. I'm losing hair on my oh, eyebrow. Yeah. I forgot what it's called, alopecia or something like that. I got you. So, 2020 was rough. Like it was very stressful. Like a lot of stuff happened, like fam- family-wise, and like you know the pandemic and everything. So, I guess that stress ultimately affected my eyebrow because I had this just all like just last year. So I'm like, am I going? Am I going to lose my hair? But then like I look at my dad, and my dad has like literal literal main <laughs> okay and, and like my sister is like i noticed that she always like has hair in the shower and i'm like i'm just tripping you know what i mean like yeah yeah i'm, I'm just being anxious about you know like being older like i am 31 right now and like i'm feeling that age and like i just, I just want to i i personally feel like i'm too young to be bald right now <laughs> i feel you man i feel you yeah. i mean Honestly, I, I'm jealous of you're here too, bro. Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll take off my beanie real quick. But. I, oh, but you know, legit though, I'm thinking of shaving it. So, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, um, it's it's something that I've I've tried not to be concerned myself with. But, hey, we're going to know there and... Uh, it's something that is just straight in my face so yeah yeah for sure, for sure. The, the way i deal with it is i don't know if, if you've heard of biotin or any reviews on biotin but it's a uh, it's been cool like honestly my hair looked worse like maybe i would say a year ago and before i started taking biotin and now that i've been taking it i, th- I think it's like a small percentage but a small percentage better and it's not, cool. it's slowing down the process so there you go yeah that should be your sponsor, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Kirkland Biotin. You know, hey, if Kirkland sponsors me, I'm, I'm with it. Uh, but yeah, so that and alopecia, um, I actually had a homie who went through it, uh, lost the top of his hair, but but then he ended up getting it back. And But he, there was no like timeline or like no uh, explanation. The doctor was just like, yep, you got it. And then he was dealing with it and kind of embraced it. Like, okay, I'm going to be, this is going to be my lifestyle. And then, uh, he, he ended up getting it back. So it was like, Oh shoot. That's cool. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> yeah. I heard about that. You know, it, it's just, you just don't know when it comes back. Um, I do see like strands of hair, like coming back on here. 
Okay. I kind of, I, I, I actually dig it. I, it kind of makes me feel distinguished. Yeah, yeah for I the do. character, man. Right? Character. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta lose the weight so it looks better. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no worries, man. No worries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, oh. There's just another question that I had just because I kind of I'm curious about your you as a person um, being a creative. Have you always known you were a creative or was it something that you kind of like noticed where like I'm doing something different or I'm interested in different things than other people? You know, what's funny. Like I didn't I but I knew I, I was I knew I was an entertainer. I like entertaining people. I, I liked uh, making my my family laugh. Um, oh, I per, I impersonated as like talk show hosts and actors, and dinosaurs, you know, to to make my my family laugh and to to make their lives better. And so that kind of just carried on throughout my life. I didn't know what I wanted to do until when I was in college. Um, and and I was naturally creative too. I I played I played piano I, learn, I know how to draw um so i, I kind of have that innate ability to to be creative i never considered myself to be creative but more entertaining if that makes sense i see i see what you mean uh, oh, yeah. what's been like your one of your favorite favorite in forms of entertainment not form but like maybe uh yeah i guess favorite show musical or something other than a movie <laughs> Other than the movie, okay. Um, you know, I really do like recently just internet, like internet content. Like it's such a wild west right now, and anyone can do anything. And I'm being entertained in all sorts of ways through the internet medium. So I'm kind of cheating a little bit because, like, through the internet, like YouTube and Vimeo and all that, you, you're you're getting short films, you're getting movies, you're getting TV shows. It's just now that they don't have to worry about a bureaucracy behind Hollywood or uh, Vancouver or, or any other professional setting. They can do it on their own. And they're creating stuff that, while it may not have like the polish of like a Alexa camera or whatever, but it has the heart of a good storytelling. So I've enjoyed like Game Grumps because they're just, they're just playing video games and talking over it but I'm getting to know them personally and they're, and they're really funny. And like, I'm way more entertained by that than what's currently on TV, literally on right now. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of cheating. I think the internet content is probably my favorite thing right now. No worries, man. That was perfect. Uh, yeah. and, and you shouted out game, game grumps. Is what it's called? Yeah, they're, they're, they're a bunch of silly people. Like it's just, <laughs> it's two people playing games, and they're and one of them is a comedian, comedian. One of them is like a animator slash comedian, and they just kind of like shoot the shit, and it's fun. And they've been doing it for like seven years. Yeah. The same. Yeah, and like they they obviously evolved, right? And so in their in their seventh year, they're starting to be a little bit more open about themselves. And like, talking it's, it's just a podcast that sometimes it just so happens that legend of zelda is being played at the same time i got you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that's i'm gonna check them out seven years is a long time to be in the game shit man I'm... <laughs> a lot of a lot of dick jokes so if you're getting ready for some dick jokes, 
I gotcha. Hey, I mean, you know, my favorite podcasts are, are sometimes the ones with comedians because they just they oh, yeah. they just yeah, seem yeah. to flow with the format so well. And yeah, it's it's they they got it on lock. I feel like if you're a comedian out there not doing a podcast, get on it because people love that oh, shit. Oh, sure. I've been hooked on um, Conan O'Brien's podcast. Team Coco, or I don't know what's yeah, called. Yeah. Uh, Conan needs a friend, and he just talks. <laughs> he talks with a celebrity, and they uh, kind of like the game grumps. He just shoots the shit. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I recommend that too. Conan needs a friend. Uh, any particular episode that you really enjoyed that sticks out? Uh, I just watched it recently. Um, let me look it up a little, just for a sec. Um, okay. So I really liked when he talked to Seth Rogen. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then I really liked the one where he talked to Dave Grohl. Oh snap! Yeah. Okay. The two completely different like styles of conversation, but it's a lot of fun. I will check those two out. It sounds dope. Yeah, sure. Uh, all right. Let's jump back into the numbers. Don't throw me another number. Frank Gore, twenty-one. 21 what what are you too stubborn to let go of um I think I'm just way too stubborn to let go of being able to create to I'm too stubborn to stop pursuing something in, in, in movie in the movie industry I've quit jobs because I missed filmmaking so much um, I quit jobs because I missed the nature of filmmaking so much you know, a lot of the other um, I had a really good job that paid very well but I was always anxious every day because it wasn't what I wanted to do in my life. Um, yeah, and I'm very lucky right now because this job is kind of speaking to me in the way that I wanted to be spoken to. Now it's letting me do what I want to do. Um, because the last jobs, like there was such like a limit limit to it. Like there was times where I was able to be creative, but then to a point they they told me to not do it but they'll pay me more <laughs> and I'm like I I don't want to get paid for something I hate to do and and I, I and I see that I see you know and like like real life example of like my parents or like um, other older generations when they didn't want to do what they want to do and they're feeling sick every day like because it's a it's a job to them that they have to do. I'm lucky to know that I am fortunate enough that I have this freedom to be able to do this to pursue something. Because I I, I am pretty comfortable right now, and I'm very lucky that I am. But I want to take the advantage of that. I want to be able to pursue it, and hopefully I can be independent through that creative that creative uh, outlet. So. I guess that's my struggle, my um, stubbornness. I, I, I want to do filmmaking. I want to be part of the design. I want to 
tell stories as a living that's that's me for sure man thank, thank you for sharing um I, I would wholeheartedly agree with you i feel like in some ways i'm in a similar boat where i my dream is to not is it to create something that can help sustain myself and you know just yeah. con- to live my life feeling like i'm creating something and i can't do that working for someone else most of the time uh yeah. so yeah. yeah i've had uh 12 jobs in 10 years or so something like that i, I forget the number yeah yeah and it's because i can't quit on a dream man or i'm, I'm too kind of i'm too stubborn to let go and I mean, hopefully that stubbornness helps helps me out. Maybe hope, hopefully helps you out where you know oh, we can't be denied. And <laughs> yeah, awesome. I I remember the day when my dad told me that you have to get a real, like, quote unquote, real job. And we were sitting in the middle of a oil look of all places. And he told me, hey, you gotta get a real job. And I just sat there silently for like 30 minutes trying to, because at that time, like my financial situation wasn't good. So like, I'm trying to. I was coming. Up, I was trying to come up in my head for 30 minutes of, to like any like rebuttal. Like no, no, no. I can do it. I can do it. But I couldn't. And then I, I just started like tearing up. Like, like it was it was a moment of defeat. And I, I felt like I, I did lost. Like, so it was really tough. Um, and then like a month later, when that job lands. It's this office job. Like, imagine this, John. Like, this is literally what happened. Like, um, the day before that, we were in a wrestling show, right? And we're, I'm just watching people professional wrestle, and fireworks, pyro. People are yelling, screaming, "Woo, go wrestler!" The slap of the chop of like on the chest, like really loud, hype, fun. Next day, it was the first day of the job, and I'm going into this really, really like stale white office i'm sitting there and you know like you know the office setting like the white noise of just like people mumbling in the background the office phones going off you only hear that in office space you only hear that in, like in those really weird 90s films that was my life for like a day <laughs> and i was i was culture shocked i never experienced that before i was in a, I was in like a, a colored shirt with a tie i never had that before like as a job and i'm sitting there i'm looking at the computer like i can't believe i'm actually doing this and so i never forgot that and i know i don't want to experience that ever again yeah man that's like that's a scene out of your movie bro like the way you just described that i can i just hella had that picture in my head <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah exactly like and if i stayed in that job i wouldn't be able to tell you that story <laughs> you know what i mean yeah um, yeah that's, that's what I like doing. I like telling stories. Like I, I really like either through a movie or through just me talking to someone. I, I like telling stories, um, whether they're real or, or they're not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I feel you. I feel you. Is there? You have any? I know. I know this is kind of like maybe. Um, I don't. I don't want you to reveal anything that that any projects that you could be working on or you have anything in your mind but is there a story that you've been kind of like dying to tell or you know that you've had in your mind or yeah maybe a little plot analysis or something no for sure (laughs) um you know i i really want to tell i really want to tell the dual identity of a filipino american 
like I want to tell some sort of story that revolves around that. Like someone who's not totally Filipino, even though they're full-blooded Filipino. But they're not totally American either because the American people are kind of pushing him as a Filipino. So, you know, that that identity, like who are we? Like, are if we are not totally Filipino or we're not totally American, then what are we? And so I pitched a story evolving around that to a, a residency program. However, they got, they got rejected. So I have to rethink it and think about how I want how to sell it better um, or just even to restructure the actual story because frankly and the story can be fixed you know I, I, I wasn't married to all of the ideas and, and my team was like helping me with the with making it into fruition but I, I kind of like realized that it needs to be fixed now um, it's funny you said that Jen because a couple of days ago I was just writing a treatment of an of some sort of film idea I want to do and in that movie it's going to be just me me shooting it i'm not going to worry about any like backers or anything like that i'm just going to just just do it and just use the resources that i have and while it may not be quality you know and again it won't be like an re or black magic camera it's just going to be me shooting something because i haven't done that in a while so i'm 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 itching to start creating stuff again yeah man you got that vision that you just need to get out uh, I can yeah. definitely relate. Just, <laughs> just hey, man. Uh-huh. No, no, like I, I totally feel you because you, you wanted to create thirty-four questions, and here we are. And this is amazing, man. Like, like I, this is an awesome format too. I really, I really dig this format. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, you know, it, it. I was working a midnight shift when when I was uh, coming up with this and I don't know if it was a tiredness or you know they say around 3am if you're up that late then you got those creative juices just flowing even crazier I don't know if you, you ever experienced that but yeah that night I was just like so driven and I was like the ball was just rolling in my mind and I had to write it all down and after that I was like I, I, I just need to try and execute this I don't think there's anything really holding me back um, so, and here we are. And, I don't know, man. Yeah. And I, I, I envy someone who has an idea and then goes for it. You know, I, I still have that, you know, that block that that that, that doesn't allow me just to go for it, right? Like, I admire people who are just willing to just go ahead and do it. And I more props to you, dude. Like, I wish I had that ability to just take take that step <laughs> so um, i mean i'm sure you i mean shoot dude you you created a movie before this right uh to the conspiracy and everything so uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it, in, in similar ways man you've inspired me to, to to do something like this as well uh for for me i feel like it's uh it's been 10 years man 10 years of me like feeling like i've been failing every day to feel anxious enough but also motivated enough to to take those steps and that's the point i'm at right now uh that's great yeah <laughs> i'm trying to get that myself like i want to get that that type of motivation again just to be able to do it you know? yeah yeah, yeah. You, it's out there man and 
you just never know when it hits and i'm sure you recognize you can recognize it when it does hit because after that nothing else matters except to create that thing you know what's wonderful about that feeling too is that once you take that step you you don't stop you really don't like i'm like when i was writing um just like a like a script in general like i was like i don't know what to write but then all of a sudden i take one word turns to the two turns to three turns to a sentence turns to a paragraph and i was spending four hours and i didn't even know it like it really just goes and once you get that first step going you're not going to look back because you're just too happy you're you're having too much fun Mm. uh are you are you the kind of writer who likes uh can you write by yourself because you know i think i I shared with you before that i i I tried doing it and yeah writing by myself it's cool but like i feel like i need to focus on either dialogue or setting and i can't like switch from both to to either one you know i like dictating the story so i definitely prefer to work on my own Mm. but at the same time I, i do have a team with me i have my best friend and my family friend and they're all my best friends like well, we we come together, and I give them the idea, and they're like, oh, "It doesn't work. Well, we could do this." And I need that sometimes because I get to, I know, when you make something, it's kind of like your baby, and you're like, "I this is this is mine." Like, like fuck you if you don't think this is right. But then you need that uh, those other voices to make you realize that, like, maybe there is that plot hole <laughs> that I didn't even think of because you know you're married to the idea, so. Oh, I like that. Married to the idea. Uh, <laughs> I've had a couple of those for sure. Yeah, you gotta divorce it, you know, sometimes. Like, you, you think that the idea would be great, but sometimes it just doesn't work out. And you need other people to make you realize that and hear their perspectives. Um, so, yeah, I do like writing by myself. Um, but I know for a fact I have to give it to other people to get their opinions and their feedback because that will make it that much stronger right to have other perspectives in it you know so that way that story can be can be accepted universally rather than just just me yes it's super important to get that feedback because um yeah i'm that person who who comes up with an idea and thinks like oh that's the greatest idea it it can't be bad and like put my (laughs) pour my soul into it (laughs) yeah yeah and again don't get me wrong i know there are people who are writing for themselves so just do it for yourself but me i love sharing stuff i love sharing my my work i love sharing my my passion my artwork so i do like just being able to share it so if it's like a film for example I have to make sure that it's the best it can be before I can share it. That's, I got you. Because I know that that's important to have those perspectives. That's a high standard though, right? Like, I feel, I feel, I get you on the whole, you know, you want to perfect it and make it the best it can be. But then at, at a certain point, it's like, um, you kind of just have to let it go and then just hope that that next project is going to be, you know, the step up or, you know, even closer to perfection. I respect that philosophy, man. Like, I wish I could do that too. <laughs> like, I like, I, I've done that too. Don't get me wrong. I've had, I had just, I made it and I just dished it out. But then I saw the results of that sometimes. And I'm like, okay. I think I'm at that stage where I did send it out. Now I, now I know what I need to do to improve on it. And so that's me now. Like, that's my, 
stage. Like I'm, I'm in that stage. And I'm trying to learn from my mistakes and then dish it out. So you're, I think we're doing. I think we're on the same page here. It's just that I'm in a different stage. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for for me with this thing, especially if you've seen my previous episodes, it's like I was making a lot of mistakes, but I, I just kept trying to improve little by little with every episode, and you know, and even now, I know it's not perfect, but yeah, you know, I'm getting closer and closer. Uh, here, it's gonna be perfection, right? It's gonna be a plus, hundred percent. Hopefully, one day one day uh, just to let you know man we got about 10 minutes left in the podcast uh wanted to thank you again for coming on hey uh, time flies man thank you. yeah uh, i hope you're having fun it's, it's been a great conversation on, on this end i've been loving it yeah I, I haven't had a conversation about creativity in such a long time so i really appreciate this no man show sure. uh i feel like we can knock out one more number uh so yeah, throw yeah, me one yeah. more um let's go with Liking on the, the, the quarterback, Joe Montana's number. Oh, that's that's, cool. that's the guy. Oh my gosh, I think it's fifteen. Wait, hold on. Don't no, wait. Oh. wait. You wearing the hat, man? You wearing the Niners hat right now? Oh, sixteen. It's sixteen. It's sixteen. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number uh, sixteen. <laughs> if you could get one answer from the universe, what would you ask it? What is the afterlife like? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Do you have any uh, thoughts on that? What's your vision? I mean, for me, it's kind of like an internal struggle of like believing in God and then not because I see two sides to it. I've seen the miracles, but I also see like the awfulness is going on. Like I hear, I see both sides of it. Again, you know, I'm always the guy in the middle. So I'm hoping there's something out there, right? Like, like we're here for a reason. We are like the only, you know, beings that are able to interpret, right? To to create, right? So there has to be this bigger picture that no one knows like i i do believe in god but i I believe that god is something more than than what we are portraying from ourselves right it's something like because it's so hard to interpret what that is we are just going with like an association of a of a person with a beard you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like that's like the only way we can really describe this feeling of the afterlife so i'm like it's something and i'm hoping it's it's something beautiful like i don't believe that we're that's it i don't believe that i don't believe like that's it because that's that's harsh i mean Hmm. yeah it's i mean 
it is a crazy thing to think about man and it's one of those things that we can't really spend too much time thinking about it because we really don't know until it happens yeah, exactly uh, exactly yeah so i i struggle with that actually because um my my anxiety gets to a point of panic attacks when i think about it too much so it's, it's always in like kind of in the back of my mind like every day. I that question um but um i always tell myself that you gotta live or otherwise you're just gonna be sitting down thinking about that kind of stuff um yeah that's that was a short and sweet answer to that michelle man uh I, it just made me think about like how would the world be different if we knew for sure that there was something after or we knew for sure that nothing was after you know like how, how it, would, it would sway our attitude and how people live their lives and you know, the stock market <laughs> and all those yeah. things you know <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah that's such an interesting concept yeah what would they do what would someone do if they actually know huh. yeah just uh just it, it just through my head um all right man well we made it to the concluding portion of the podcast yeah, didn't, didn't mean to go super down or any on the, on the last minute there <laughs> oh don't, don't don't worry man we actually got uh three more questions for you it's it's just the oh, concluding cool. portion of the podcast okay okay first yeah. first. <laughs> this uh next question is actually from my previous guest uh shout out to christine uh for your question her question for you is what do you want to be known for I want to be known to be an excellent storyteller. I want my legacy to be, he made great movies, he made great stories, whether it's in Hollywood or, you know, amongst my people, amongst my community, community. Hey, this guy was great. He loved to tell stories and he, he was, he was very artistic. He was very creative and such a guy. I got you for sure man uh, my next question is what would you like to ask the next guest that comes on to 34 questions you could go heavy or light all up to you I'll, I'll go mid okay <laughs> what would your last meal be before you get executed you see you can, you can rephrase it any way you want like I, I'm just curious of the overall like what would be your last meal before you go I got you now that's a good one uh, how, how big of a meal could that be because uh, you know some people might just stack up a whole bunch of one dish or you know <laughs> um, I, I would say a dish yeah dish alright I got you uh, you ever seen that portrait uh, series someone took a picture of all the inmates like the famous inmates yeah, yeah. Oh, that was crazy yeah like some guy just had like a banana or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Some like so someone I I'm gonna get this wrong totally, but like someone got like spaghettios or whatever because they couldn't have spaghetti or something like that. And so like the moment before he got executed, he, his final words was, "I didn't get my spaghetti." <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And then and then the switch, the, the kill switch. So. Is there a database for that? Because that would be kind of an interesting read. Like last there words. Is. I I think like BuzzFeed did something like that. Like oh, freaking yeah. BuzzFeed. All right. <laughs> All right, man. My last, my very last question for you is: 
500 years from now, your descendants are listening to this podcast uh, and, you know, they want to get to know you more. What would you like them to know or what would you say to them? Check out my movies. (laughs) Um, And hopefully my my kin are down to just talk, talk to you about it. For sure. Like talk talk to me about it or no like, uh, like um talk to my great 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 grandson. Hopefully hopefully records are still hopefully our our interview is still there. Yeah yeah you know someone told me like I need to think about getting these episodes transcribed into like a book or or something or some kind of written word because maybe that's the only thing that lasts at the end of the day. Um, that's true that's true yeah yeah but uh for sure man any any last thoughts uh co- comments concerns <laughs> before no, we man, out? that's been fun um, i'm glad you got me uh, on board i look and i am i'm hoping for your success i'm, I'm excited for 34 questions i hope it, it goes some hope it grows and grows and grows I appreciate that, man. I mean, for me, it's all about uh, execution and consistency uh, at this point. So, yeah, I mean, thank you for joining the journey. Um, you know, one of my biggest goals is to get the Guinness World Rec- Book of Rec- Records uh, record for most people interviewed. And I know I'm going to have to put people's names into that. So hopefully, uh, you know, I'll definitely include yours in there. <laughs> I'm down for that, too. Michelle, man. Don't put my name anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> It's all all be connected, man. You you yeah. making your uh, movies and like you you have your yeah. multi franchise <laughs> yeah, films. Uh, but yeah, uh, want to thank all the folks out there for listening as well. If you're checking this out on Spotify or on YouTube, appreciate y'all or Apple Music. I'm not trying to discriminate them against them or nothing. But uh, yeah, uh, remember to reach out, reach forward. As always, much love, and we'll catch you guys next time on Thirty Four Questions.